We're bound to make mistakes or have experiences that we regret in this life, bound to reflect upon the past with disappointment in ourselves. I mean, we're human. But as Christians, we can't wallow in those places that we wish we had done differently, lest we entertain condemnation. And so if you're constantly beating yourself up over what has happened in the past, it means you're living the kind of regret that leads to death. So join me in this week's episode as we unpack how to stop regret and embrace God's promises and provision for our lives right now in Jesus' name. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself. Pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast, where we've come together week by week for months so that we can learn how to grow our prayer lives because we're making the kinds of decisions that please our Father. And so I pray that the messaging has been a blessing to you, so much so that you're liking, you're subscribing, you're sharing the podcast with your friends and family in a way where we can all grow together. And so today we're talking about what it means to stop regret. And so I pray it blesses you. You see, when God made a promise to Israel, he also provided for them. But instead of focusing on both the promise God made for them and the provision, they constantly looked behind them. They constantly looked to their past and they looked with regret. They walked through the wilderness towards promise with disappointment that they were leaving a land filled with leeks and and honey or onions. They were filled with sadness, a defeated mentality. And some of us are on life's journey doing the same. You're headed towards a new year with promise and provision from God. But just like Israel, you're focused on what should be left in Egypt, that place of bondage. You see, there's so much in front of you, but with feelings of regret, you're allowing lament, even condemnation from decisions in your past to dominate your thoughts and affect what God has made possible right now and in this new year. Okay, you did something that wasn't the best decision for your life, nor was it pleasing to God. I get it. But here's what 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 11 says, that godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted. But the sorrow of the world produces death because it keeps you condemned. In other words, after you repent, leave it in the past. Even if you feel like life is hard today because of the decisions made yesterday. You see, when we compare the past with our now and then wish that we did life differently or said something else, wish that we knew more then that we know now, wish that we tried harder, that's when we're glorifying yesterday, opening the door to complain, exalting disappointment, having a meeting with anguish, risking bitterness of heart, or completely undermining the power of God in our lives. I don't think you want to do that because that's not his will for your life. So listen, 
We can't change yesterday, but we can be forgiven. And when God forgives, he also forgets, which means by his grace, we can forget too. Philippians 3 verse 13 says, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. It's a principle that I believe we must all embrace. That in the same way that God didn't want Israel to use their hard situation in the wilderness as a reason to regret their leaving Egypt, he doesn't want you or me to regret our past either. And so as you prepare your heart and your mind towards a new year, towards a new job, maybe towards a better marriage, towards what you can do for your children today that you didn't do yesterday, towards a promise and of hope and a future, I want you to envision stop signs. Stop signs every time regret comes to mind. And the first stop sign is to stop looking behind you. Stop using your precious time to rehearse what you could have or should have done, but you didn't. If you knew better, you would have done better. So learn from God's response to Israel and choose to trust and entrust the past to him. He can still make your wilderness Eden. He can still make a garden out of the desert. So stop regretting the decisions you've made that have brought you into today. Trust that he still loves you and his love is sufficient even in hardship. Remember, he's the lily of the valley. That is, he's the fragrance of beauty when things from the past are ugly and stinky. The second stop sign is stop looking behind as if what happened in the past was better than what you have today. Like yesterday was so great and perfect. Israel complained about not having the leeks or the honey, the onions that they had before going into the land of promise. And so they talked about their regret for leaving as if they forgot that they were in bondage back there. Likewise, you may have had good in your past, but there are some things that God needs to purify in your life, places that must be refined in your character and areas in your heart that must be pruned. And it won't feel good. It may not feel good, but it's for your good. So never despise the chastening or the perfecting that God is doing in your life. Regardless of what you're facing, God is still working all things out for your good. So your story is not over and the promise God has for you is in front of you, not behind you. So hear me, nothing good can be gained by rehearsing the past. So be faithful in the journey through the wilderness of life because the wilderness is not your destination. There's more for you. Bumps in life may be uncomfortable. The problems may make the future hard to envision. But if you keep reliving past errors as if it was better back there, you'll never grow. You have a good, good shepherd. The shepherd who's leading you in the way you should go. So stop acting like you know more than God. Israel said, we should have stayed in Egypt. And they never received the promise. In the same way, I'm sure that yesterday had some great moments, but I'm also sure that there are some things in yesterday that we simply need to move away from, things that we need to be free from. And God knows. He knows the end from the beginning, and he's ordering our steps. Praise Jesus. You know, Jeremiah 10, 23 says that oh, the way of man, um, let me see, the way of man is not in himself. And it's not in a man to direct his own steps. 
which means the grace afforded you to go into another year is not yours to use however you want. So stop presuming to know when your God does know what he's doing in your life, even when it's hard. Instead, set your eyes on God because he is your confidence and he keeps your feet from being caught. Your father takes care of you. Paul calls him the bishop and overseer of your soul. So purpose to stop thinking about the leaks from the past because what God has for you requires your eyes, your focus, your expectation, and your hope to remain on him steadfastly. You may never know why things ended up the way they did in the past. You may never get the answers that satisfy you or make sense to you. You may have been a mess for years before. And based upon your past, you may need to adjust or completely change in some ways. But that's no reason to entertain regret. You may have an unwanted reality today because of bad decisions yesterday. But beloved of God, after repentance, don't live in regret. Be steadfast in faith. Set your mind on things above where Christ is seated because you died and your life is now hidden with God in Christ Jesus. You are a new creation and God just wants best for you. So choose to grow in his grace regardless of your past and regardless of your current state. This year is is coming regardless. It's wrapping up. So grow by wrapping it up with thanksgiving. Grow by wrapping up the year, giving God glory for what he's done to keep you, to sustain you, to provide, protect, and bless you. Choose to grow by wrapping up this year, retaining God in your knowledge instead of retaining the regret, meaning invite your father into your decisions, into your hardship, into the uncertainty, into your need for help or support. Invite your father into this new year. Wrap up the old with decisions to forego all regrets. And if you do, you're on your way to his promise and provisions fulfilled in your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for being the father who sees all things and knows all things. You know the past. And yet you said that when we repent, you have forgiven us as far as the east is from the west. And so I pray now that there would no longer be condemnation on any one of us where we're no longer um, beset with what happened in the past and living with regret. But today, Lord, may we lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us and may we run with endurance, the race set before us, looking unto Jesus as the author and the finisher of our faith. I pray, Lord, that you would be a sun and a shield for each one of us, that you would give grace and glory, that you, Father, would show yourself strong as our desire is to please you and to glorify you and to live uprightly before you. As we choose to go into this new year, may we be filled with thanksgiving in our heart, willing to glorify you and honor you, that we would not grieve your spirit, neither insult the spirit of grace. But Lord, every day would be a day where we give you praise and glory because you are God and we are not. And we're choosing to enter into your rest, trusting that your promise is yes and amen for each one of us. So I pray now that there is no condemnation for any one of us because we are in Christ Jesus. All things have 
have passed away, behold, all things are new. So may we be renewed in the spirit of our mind as we put on the new man, created according to you in true righteousness and holiness in Jesus' name. And all of the believers said, amen. Well, thank you again for joining me in the Woman Pray Ministries. We've been presenting podcasts to you each week because I do believe it's going to bless your life. And I do believe it makes a difference in how effective you are in prayer. It makes a difference. And so I pray the lessons or the messaging has been uh, has been insightful and it's been something that you're actually applying so that you are seeing a difference. So please like the episodes, the podcast. Podcast, please subscribe and share with friends and families. I'll also, I'd also like to invite you to join me in Woman Pray Ministries as we continue in 2023 serving you. We're serving in various ways. And so I invite you to go to womanpray.com. But just to summarize it all, we offer what's called intensives. Intensives are designed to help you understand how you can pray effectively. We're talking about some of the secret things of the kingdom of God that many of us miss as Christians, and yet we're struggling to figure out why am I not seeing my prayers answered? We're frustrated. And so the intensives are presented to you so that you're no longer living in the frustration, but you're truly seeing the hand of God in your life just as he promised. So you have to register register for an intensive, and it's only live that you may attend. And so I encourage you to mark your calendar as we'll be in various places throughout uh, 2023. We're also offering Woman Pray Gatherings. That's a time when you can come together with us and actually pray. It's one thing to pray on your own. It's a completely different thing when you pray in community. It makes a difference. And so I want you to go to womanpray.com and find out when the gatherings are happening and make sure that you're present. It's a time when we seek the face of God together and he truly does meet with us. Finally, we offer Woman Pray Mentoring. That's a time where I speak into your life, and it is my honor and privilege. I've seen miracles happen in people's lives because of the grace God has put upon my life. And so I'd like to be able to share with you. And so if you're interested in being mentored, that is discipled in Christ, then I'm here for you, but you have to register. And I just want to encourage you that you can assume that you're growing and really not be. You have to grow intentionally. And you can't always grow just by spending maybe 40 minutes in a church service just hearing the Word of God. Growth means that you are intentionally positioning yourself to hear, to be challenged, and to make changes. And so that's why you should be mentored. Every one of us should have a mentor in our lives, and I'm positioning myself to be one for you. Go to womanpray.com and see how I can serve you. And thank Thank you again for your faithfulness in being with me throughout my decision to be obedient to God. I trust that it is a blessing to your life and that you'll continue in 2023 as we grow together. Thanks again and Happy New Year.